We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. The sound of the final buzzer means it's hangover time. So grab a drink and join your host, Alphonse Sidney, for a Miami Heat Beat post-game show. Heat win! Heat win! I'm trying to get all excited, even though it's 12.15 in the morning and I'm exhausted. But listen, I am re-energized by a heat win. Uh, it's a, it will, They won by eight points. That does not really uh, show exactly how dominant they were. Um, there were some there were some scary hours there uh, in the third quarter a little bit when they when the lead dropped from you know twenty three to ten. Uh, I thought they closed out the third quarter pretty well, and I thought they you know they 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 pretty much dominated the fourth. Um, they got to the paint early and often, um, and they just and they never went away from the paint. And it's one of the things that a lot of us have been screaming about on the show that it, when it's working and when you're getting to the rim and you're converting at the rim, it's not time to say, okay, in the second half, no more layups. We're just kicking out to three-point shooters. Kelly, go crazy for the rest of the game. This game, they actually got to the rim. They stuck to the game plan. They didn't forget forget what got them the lead. And you see what happens. They, you know, One of their better offensive games of the season – uh, they had both halves tonight. They, they scored well over 50 points where they've been having a lot of these halves where they're scoring under 45 tonight. They, you know, they, they maintain their offensive aggressiveness, aggressiveness all night long. You had big games from Kelly. You had a huge game from Tyler. You had triple doubles from two heat players, um, Bam Adebayo and Jimmy Butler. I mean, there's a lot of really good things to talk about. Uh, bring me out brass so we can ask everybody what they're drinking tonight.
I love that Frank Sinatra loungy feel <laughs> to that. Like honestly, I just I want to I want to smoke classy, a cigar. Classy. I want to call classy. women broads and drink. <laughs> oh, sorry, I won't. <laughs> so Tim, I'll go ahead and start with you since I've already uh, offended someone. Uh, I'm I'm sluggish tonight, but we won. I'm here. And I got this vitamin water for the road. <laughs> That's good enough for for a, for a late night for a late night show, man. This has been tough, man. It's... <laughs> oh my god! I used to when I was younger. I used to stay up like these games were nothing. Yeah. I was like, this is great. Now I'm like, holy shit! It's way past my bedtime. I made the mistake, and I, I'm just gonna t- I'm talking to Tiff and Brass right now because we're the old heads in here. Um, I made the mistake of watching this game from my bed. And like you got comfortable. <laughs> when I got the DM from Brash with the link to the show, I was like, "Holy shit! <laughs> I got to get up now." Um, <laughs> Frankie out there in Texas, braving the, the natural disaster, bigger man than Ted Cruz will ever be. Frankie G, what are you drinking tonight? Doing a shot of tequila for the heat victory to warm up this fucking, it's like twenty degrees outside. I shoveled snow today. Fuck that. And I'm doing a Capri Sun. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> what a great combination. No, it's uh, just literally all the fucking stores are closed today. I, I couldn't everything is closed. I couldn't get any groceries or anything. Just a grown man to. with a just a grown man with a Capri Sun. You do what you gotta do. You know it's a disaster when you when, when Frankie's drinking Capri Suns. Hell yeah. Siob- Here goes Siobhan. Siobhan showing up late to the party, but he showed up. That's what's important. What's up, um what are you drinking tonight? Um it's a heat win, so I need to see at least two drinks. Right. <laughs> so I'll take some shots. We got some margarita, tequila mix, some um, San Pellegrino, and some juice. And I'll take a shot or two. All right, yeah, good. Go. All right, double fisted. It's a heat, a heat win. You got to be double fisted. You're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. Brass, what are you drinking tonight? Uh, I'm drinking a, it's called a black martini. Ooh. It's, oh. uh, it's really good. It's got some, some rye whiskey. Have? What, what do you have at the What do you have at the end of your glass there? You got an orange garden. That's an orange, yeah. Ooh, man. Show that, man. Did you burn it? Fuck around. Show that. It's good. It's got some some old Tom Gin in it. Do you it. twist it yourself, it's good stuff, man? Yeah. That's like an old slavery drink. a black martini. It's that point where when you're tired, everything just comes out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was a old, that was a Frank Sinatra drink. Um, <laughs> talking shit about Sammy Davis. Johnny, John Carl Navas, host of Miami Heat Beat and co-host of the Miami Heat Beat pregame show with Weird Alf, Jack Alfonso. What are you drinking tonight? Uh, I didn't expect to be on, so I, I came up prepared. I have nothing. I'm, I'm going straight to bed after this. Uh, so. Do you want to take over so I can go to bed? I'll do it if you want. I mean, we're a team. We we'll do it together. I'll 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 carry your. You know, you 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 you're on a back to back. You know, you can sit the fourth quarter. I'll, yeah. I'll, if you need, I'll take us home. Well, no, I'm sticking. I'm sticking it out. Jimmy Butler came back in the game, so so can I. Um, drinking the normal vodka Bless and sprite. Um, 
Listen, Jimmy Butler, third triple-double in a row, and it led to a victory tonight. So, I mean, honestly, I I don't even think Jimmy was happy with those other triple-doubles. I mean, if if you know anything about Jimmy. Um, but he's just doing everything for the mm-hmm. Heat out there. And tonight, Tiff, he finally got help, yeah. right? Guys have finally decided, <clears throat> hey, the three-pointers aren't going down. I can do other things for this team. Guys were getting in the paint. Instead of – you know, roaming around the three-point line, guys were cutting in behind this really bad Kings de- defense. Let's not get it twisted. A lot of this is uh, a, a result of playing a bad defensive team, but we've watched them play bad defensive teams and get completely uh, and lose all aggression on the offensive end. Tonight, we saw them c- continue to be aggressive, get in the paint, and and get to the rim and score easily. You know, you know what I like about it. Jimmy just basically played his game. He controlled the pace. He got everything he wanted. He didn't have to take as many shots as he usually has to take. The only thing I didn't like is that he played over 30 minutes. But other yeah. than that, he, he did what he needed to do. He got everybody involved. Everybody looked confident, which was something that we haven't seen in weeks. Um, and and Hero just came out and played. You, you know, that kid basically... He needs to just come out and get buckets. He needs to stop listening to the noise, stop fucking around with the cereal and the ugly ass shirts and just ball. <laughs> like I because he can he can light it up off the bench. He's not he's not your point guard. He's not your starting two guard. He's a come off come off the bench and just go get it. Don't worry about nobody else. I don't care if you pass. Go get it. Yeah, on some Lou Williams shit, right? Yeah, he comes off the yeah. bench. That's why we gotta hit him with a drip drop. <laughs> Perfect timing. I mean, and spot on impression yeah. right there. Uh, Frankie. Uh, Frank, Frankie. Uh, <laughs> I love zooming into Frankie, and he's. he's Taking a drip drop off a Capri Sun. That is not a shot. Hey, I took a shot. I took a shot. All right. Yes, all right. Mason it's a hell of a chaser. Oh it is. It's a uh, I'm taking. I'm drinking the Rocks tequila. Uh, Frankie, you got Bam out of bounds tonight with a triple double. Um, listen, the funny thing was just listen to Eric Reed. I think all he cared about was triple doubles. Like there was a point he seemed disappointed. That that Jimmy oh might gosh. have to ha, might uh sit out the fourth quarter, uh because he wouldn't get a triple double. And I'm thinking as a Heat fan, please Jimmy sit out the fourth <laughs> quarter of a back to back. Eric Reed wouldn't hear of it. He needed to see Heat history being made on a Thursday night. Um, <laughs> he was so, I mean, between Bam Jimmy, super impressive, but. I don't know. I don't know if you agree with me, Frankie. I'm even more impressed with the guys like Tyler. Not impressed, but just happy to see guys like Duncan, Kelly, and Tyler step up and actually help these guys out tonight. Yeah, we, we talked about it a lot that they need to – the shooters need to hit shots. That's the, one of the biggest differences between last year and this year. Uh, we went from the second-best shooting team in the league to 23rd. So that's going to really you know, uh, affect your driving lanes and, and take away – uh, guys like Jimmy and, and Bam, uh, their ability to, to attack the basket one-on-one because all the, the help's always coming because they're not afraid of these shooters making them pay. But, I mean, uh, somebody in the chat mentioned that that we shot uh, didn't shoot a lot of threes. We, uh, we shot almost as many threes as we did last game against the Warriors, and the Warriors game went to overtime. Uh, but the difference was we got 
a lot more threes inside out. We were way more aggressive in the paint. We scored 70 points in the paint, which, like you said earlier, this is what we need to see from them. Be aggressive in the first half, continue in the second half. And and if that's working, don't go away from it. Just keep attacking, be relentless, get those easy points inside out when the help comes, extra, pa extra pass. And that's easy. That's not anything complicated that Spo needs to do. That's just the guys making smarter plays and being more aggressive. Siobhan, Kelly was out there actually looking like a seven-footer tonight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, Brass, I think you have a shout-out real quick. First. Well, yeah, yeah. Uh, shout-out to Vane Hype, who just gifted a, a one-month tier one sub to Myers Leonard. Oh, so, sweet. <laughs> to you, Myers. Uh, Thanks, Myers. Thanks, Myers. So get him on the show. I'm not really sure what he's up to except being loud at practice. Um, I just I hope he doesn't go back and watch old shows before he comes on. <laughs> he loves um, you. That's your boy, dude. He loves you. I, he's a great guy, but he's he's wasting a spot on my, the bench of my favorite uh, team. Um, Siobhan, Kelly, uh, one for seven from three. Mm -hmm. Right. But I, what, nine of nine in the <laughs> from two? Like, I mean, nine of nine. Kelly Olenek. You're seven feet tall. Hey, man, let's start going with what's, with what's working. Um, like Frankie said, it it almost seems like we took uh, less threes than we typically do, but numbers have been pretty pretty much consistent. But, yeah, I think the difference is we saw that um, – I'm looking at the, the box score now. When Typically, when those threes aren't falling, for whatever reason, we just continue to shoot them. Um, and I, and I, I like to see – I like seeing all the cutting tonight – Truthfully, we did a lot of cutting um, last night. We just didn't hit uh, a lot of the guys that were cutting. I'm glad to see that stuff like that is carrying over, that we are more willing to go away from the three when it's not working. Um, like I said, Kelly, nine for nine for two. Um, everyone had like a positive plus minus, but I don't really I don't really look at plus minus because Tyler had a negative three plus minus, but he gave us 27. Like he he said, Tiff, you know, he just needs to come in and, and be relaxed and hoop and just go get buckets. And it feels like um, everyone did what their specific roles are on this team tonight. I mean, I, I think, uh, gee, we always talk about single game plus minus is a fraudulent stat because it, yeah. it just it, it just too much other things are relies on. Um, but Tyler coming off the bench and, you know, we're talking about a we're, we're talking about him against second unit guys on the other team. And you saw tonight he, you know, he was looking at uh, whatever that what that Kyle guy guy, <laughs> like he was looking at a lot of these guys like barbecue chicken, like he was just going at them. And that's I think that's one of the reasons we've been screaming about him being on the bench and for him to be aggressive when he comes in the game. And you kind of you saw a little you saw a lot of that tonight. Yeah, I mean, I think one of the big things is that when Jimmy's on the bench, they don't have like a reliable ball handler and creator, right? Because Jimmy has to really do all the heavy lifting in terms of like any kind of pick and roll play. So I think Tyler's emergence as a like, listen, he's a second year guard who's averaging about 18 points on pretty reasonable efficiency, especially when they thrusted him into a ball handling role. I think that like there's a lot for he fans to be encouraged, and also like he's coming off the bench, like you said, second unit stuff, and he's kind of given Jimmy a little breather. Not that their offense has been good in those minutes because it hasn't. I think they're like they're they're minus a, a little bit, like like minus two per hundred possessions. But you know he's kind of getting better in that role, and I think maybe that's not something that fans want to hear. 
but like he has to learn how to get these reps and if it's trial by fire it's trial by fire but i think like individually as a scorer in pick and roll he's been really good i think the passing is getting better uh, you want him to kind of find the pockets a little more there have been times that he's not hitting them as quick as you can but that's fine i mean you're second year guard and he's a smaller second year guard uh there's a lot of positives to that and, and his play off the bench and i think that tiffany you've said this a ton that's where he belongs he's not a starter he can't, he's too small to play with their already small starting lineup and he's kind of given the room to be himself off the bench and i think that that's the most important thing especially for a young player developing yeah uh, a lot of people in the chat are talking about bialitza and uh kelly <laughs> Uh, Siobhan, you had you had a tweet about them going, you know, at each other. They doing the Spider Man, the Spider Man meme. Yeah, Namingia was auditioning, and, and uh, Kelly was trying to fend him off. It was cute. Yeah. Kelly did a good job tonight. Kelly said, Not replied, today. Someone replied to me and said, Iron Sharpens Iron. Well, goddamn it, I like. <laughs> Yo, but my, but you know what? I I will say this: we rag on Kelly tenfold, but he showed up. He yeah. said, you're going to have to take this job because yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm not giving it to you. Like you know, like, th- th- this is the Kelly we saw in the beginning of the season that we just w- that wasn't just shooting threes, that we were like, okay, this guy could help the starting lineup because he's playing well because he's being aggressive, attacking the rim, uh, keeping uh, on the dribble handoffs. And then as soon as he became a starter, he was only doing catch and shoot, so he, he wasn't giving anything. Today he shot one for seven from three. And he was a huge positive. This is the Kelly we need to see. Be aggressive. Yeah, we're near you know the we're shooting. near the top of the elevation of the roller coaster. Yeah, yeah. we're getting up there. <laughs> Frankie, do you know he's shooting seventy four percent at the rim this year? With Who? with no left hand. Stay at the rim. Stay at the, yeah. Just <laughs> don't even move. Just he needs he needs to shoot threes uh, because of. Be, well, yeah, he opens it up because by by virtue of starting next to Bam, he has to shoot yeah. threes. But at the same time, that's that doesn't mean that's all you have right, to do. That's right, right. You don't need to take nine. Like <laughs> between Duncan and Kelly, they were Duncan and Kelly were eleven for eleven from in in the paint today. But like, you notice Duncan was actually looking for the pass this this time. Mm-hmm. Last night he went in once, got the pass, never went back. Tonight he actually went in, turned his head to actually look for the ball. It's so simple. He Usually he just runs through that paint. Just yeah. to the yep. Net. Yep. <laughs> but, all, but also a lot of times when he's running through that paint, you have a good defender on him. The Kings uh, don't have, you right. know. But but my thing is you do you're supposed to take advantage of these teams. Yeah, and you have to. The Heat have not been doing that. So when they do, we got to give them their props. Like you know, I haven't talked about Kendrick Nunn at all. Every every starter uh, was in double figures. Kendrick Nunn was 16, and he's been he has been steady. Yeah. And you know, it's and sometimes I'm like, does that mean some of his points are inconsequential? You can some of that feel it feels like that sometimes, but a lot of times he's keeping you in the game or in with the lead in that first half, and then he gets real uh passive in the second half, and then nobody's trying to get to the rim. Before we go for, further, uh, we did a cool thing with our patrons, uh, Patreons, I don't know, Patreons, Patreones, <laughs> whatever. Uh, our, our folks, our folk that are you know, are, are some of the some fans who uh subscribe to our Patreon. Um, we did a cool thing tonight. We did a watch party. I think Frankie, G, Brash, you guys were all on. Jack, G, yeah. Tell us about. Uh, tell us a little bit about that. How it went. So, if you're a ten dollar patron, you are have access to our watch parties, which essentially is just me and other 
personalities on heat beat we'll get on a discord call and we'll kind of coordinate it to make sure that we're all like at the same point of the stream right so well we'll stream a game we'll make sure that we're all around the same time so no one's spoiling the game for each other and we're just sitting there we're talking shit we're just talking about the game we're talking about basketball talking about twitter talking about like whatever's going on in the heat community and and, and each other and like we're telling jokes and it's it's really fun like honestly uh, if you don't do it today was the first day we've ever done it i think that you know if you think oh ten dollars is a lot like if you were to go to a bar with us, let's say you go to like a Duffy's for a watch party. Well, you're probably going to buy a drink and maybe like some wings. That'll cost you more than 10 bucks. You pay 10 bucks and you can hang out with us for a night. I think it's pretty worth it. So if, <laughs> if, if that interests you, um, check it out. We, we offer other things in the $10 tier. You get a newsletter that we write every week. One day, one week, it's a more statistical newsletter. Another week, it's articles and stuff written by the staff here. Um, you get access to pick pot topics for the podcast. So next week we're doing a Patreon podcast where you guys pick all the topics that we're going to talk about. You basically produce the show, you decide, you control the content. So it's really fun. I, I like doing it and I can't wait to do more. So I hope y'all join. I know that, Tapioca was there. We had that's a, a good like, stat right there. Yeah. Miami, he beat one and one watch parties. Yeah. There we go. A lot better than our physical watch parties. <laughs> <laughs> well, those weren't Miami heat beat, but anyway, um, <laughs> let that sit there. there. Long time ago. Long, 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 long time ago. Long time ago. Um, I, I, me and Brass had something cool ready if they lost. Um, so, hey, Brass, you want to debut that? Because I do want to talk about this Daquan Jeffries character and what the hell is going on. Like, if I hear season high or career high one more time. Uh, you want to go to a brass or yeah? Not? Why not? What the fuck? Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> they kicked our ass. That's amazing. <laughs> oh, <I love> it. <laughs> we were trying. We were waiting for a loss to debut it, and like somehow they didn't lose tonight. Well, um, we'll have plenty of times to play it this season. Brass yeah. is like a, Brass is a hidden boss of creativity yes. on Heat Twitter. Like that's so fucking funny. That's awesome. Brass, do it again one more time. <laughs> <laughs> They kicked our ass. Like, who's the bottle? Who's the silhouette? Yeah, yeah who's that? Who's hey, that? It could be anybody. It could be. I told Alf, I'm not. I'm not updating this shit every game. So I, I needed. I needed something like really generic. I originally wanted the player there. It's Garrison it was, Matthews. Like, it's Garrison Matthews. It's whoever you want. It's whoever's in your nightmares. It's cow guy. But I mean, it happened again with the with the season high career high. Oh. <laughs> God, that guy's in my We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. 
And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Nightmares. Um, where's it? Put him back. Where's his top lip? <laughs> Like, what is that? Oh, we're doing this again? We're already doing reruns. He's, he's got a Joker <laughs> smile. <laughs> you can't. You can, oh, we're at that part of the season, Brad. This is the worst Repeat. one. <laughs> you can't do it. You can't You can't talk about this team without talking about that guy's face. That's true. He smiles Fire like Fire Marshall Bill ass. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Let me tell you something. Um, um, I got a big ass lid. It's hard to tuck that in. It's hard, right? <laughs> it doesn't just. <laughs> Brass is out. Look, no one's perfect. Even the best baseball player strikes out when the bases are loaded. The best golfer sometimes three putt with the tournament on the line. So if you feel like you're coming up short in the bedroom, it's perfectly okay. But if it's bothering you, there are options. Go get to roman.com slash heatbeat21 now. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your own home. A U.S. licensed healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan. If medication is appropriate, it ships to you for free with two-day shipping. And the whole process is discreet and straightforward. Get Getting started is simple. Go get to roman.com slash heatbeat21 and complete an online visit. Take care of your ED without leaving home. Complete the online visit today to connect with the doctor and take care of it. Go get to roman.com slash heatbeat21 to get $15 off your first month. Look, that's a straightforward way to take care of your ED. Get to roman.com slash heatbeat21. Go get started to save $15 on your first month of treatment. Um, <laughs> but no, it, it's, it feels like... <laughs> but it, guys, it, what is it? It's every game. Somebody's doing, hitting a season high, a career high. Yeah. Like it is it, this this year the random scrub heat killers on steroids. They have they have a lot of variance because of the way they play defense because they've decided and we talked about this on the pregame show that the heat are the second few they, they limit attempts at the rim. They allow the second fewest attempts at the rim and, and as a result you allow the most corner threes. So corner threes are, are a good shot for most teams, but uh since What's Jimmy's for come on Jeffries it's just what you give up. What's happened? They've they've gotten better at it though. Like since Jimmy's come back, it's really slowed down. But you know, you give a guy like Marcus Morris a bunch of threes, and you know, shit's gonna happen. I do like for. I wish we could uh, play highlights because I really want to see that Bam dunk on Hassan Thank over you. and over again. Because the, the dunk on the backup center of the Kings. Yeah, the, uh, yeah, the, the backup. The, the For King's something. backup center. We don't have that. We do have uh, the dunk on Hassan post game though. Oh, all right, we'll take it. Oh, I, I love I this. Know. I don't know if you've seen if you've seen this. Show this. <laughs> oh. 
this is this is Kentucky <laughs> business. Keep it moving. Is this Hassan Kentucky not business? The mask right. Like Hassan, like wandering mask. <laughs> oh, Are you surprised that Hassan doesn't wear his mask right? right. He said that in the watch party that he's totally the guy that is walking into Publix like not wearing the mask right. Like that's totally what's he's happening. He's just a little touched. Big uh, goofy. <laughs> big goofy. Um, but it would like for Bam to have a triple double. Uh, on playing against Hassan, Hassan had five point six rebounds, uh, one assist. He was a wor- you know we were talking about plus- good game for him. Yeah, honestly, he probably doubles his uh, career. High? Uh, his se- yeah, he's probably a season high. Um, but he was a minus eighteen. He in fifteen minutes, like yeah. he was the worst player. And, and you know what's funny? <laughs> you know. <laughs> I hope you said it doubled his season total. He's averaging half an assist or game. <laughs> Listen, outside test, baby. Um, you know what's funny? So many Heat fans are like, oh, we could use a, a rim protector like Hassan. And it's like, guys, they were just going to the rim. It was like a, a, a buffet line at the rim when Hassan was out there. Like, we, we got to get off this whole idea that you can get this big – just because you have a big stiff in the middle, pause, doesn't mean that – it's it's you know that it's real rim protection. Like he's you like like G just said the 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 one thing that Bam does and what they've done with Bam is they limit your getting to the rim at all. Hassan was like, okay, you're here now. I'm gonna contest it, but guys were there already. That was the problem. Too many guys were getting to the rim with Hassan because you saw it. He has his hands down. He's not contesting. He's not trapping anybody. God yeah. forbid. Like that. that God forbid he just stretches out his arms a little bit. I mean, so for all the people who are, you know, who want to shit on Bam, he's not a max player. Hassan Whiteside used to protect the rim better than Bam does. I give you this fucking game. Hassan Whiteside with yeah. five, six, and, and doubling his uh, season average in assists. He didn't even try. He was, was just He was just out there. You saw when Tyler hit him with the hezzy when, when he kind of like did no. that change of speed inside. I was like, "Oh, you froze his ass!" And then, like on the other side, Bam is Bam is uh, tracking uh, Corey Joseph. Um, you know, sliding his feet next to a you know a little six foot guard, and the guy can't get around him. Like, just you just see the difference between these two players. Like, I hate the fact that we're even talking about it, but I just seen there's been a lot of stupidity on the timeline lately. Um, you, you know, you know the people. No, no. We, 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 know we, we don't need revisionist history. Hassan Whiteside Hive Twitter is like top five worst Twitter group of all time. He Twitter. Like they're the they're worst. Not, they're not four through uh, five through two <laughs> at all. They're horrible. <laughs> Straight rich trash. <laughs> <laughs> Pablo G. Rodeo. You guys all suck. A hero ad. <laughs> oh, <wow>. Adam. <laughs> oh, geez. Taking shots. Does he, does he work Pablo in radio? G- I don't. We can yeah, Pablo G Radio doesn't. Go on. I don't want to interrupt your Pablo talk. I'll just say Pablo G Radio, but don't that's work one. in radio. That's that's, that's, a, that's like um, Alf GTV. Nah, we can have we can have <laughs> we can have a lot of fun with some of. Uh, I mean, you're on Twitch.tv. Like, so I hate people. It's true. Um, we could have a lot of fun with some of G's old Hassan takes. I remember you were telling me Old. that G is. Uh, the, we were saying that Hassan is more to this franchise than Ronnie Cycli ever was. 
Did I say oh that? God. You said no, I, there's yeah. no way I said that. that. I'm telling exactly you, you're like fucking There's no way I said that. That sounds yeah. exactly yeah. like yeah, No way I said that. Yeah. You lead we, we, drugs. That was, that was the beer fest night. make stuff up. I did say that, that was Hassan a... was better than Andre Drummond, and I still believe that. No, that Hassan is... doesn't believe that anymore. I don't. I think so little of that hairy-shouldered man. Hey, hey, chill with the hairy shoulders, all right? <laughs> we have a support group. That was a real take, by the way. I just want to say. <laughs> he just gave a worse one. Like what? We're not surprised. Um, Damn it! Don't come on, come on here and lower our like value, G. I saw <laughs> a couple of days ago that was talking about. I can't remember the specific teams. I know the Sixers were one. Um, but it was talking about teams who have like active versus passive defenses, but who also like protect at the rims. So I think the Sixers were like the number two passive defense as far as allowing traffic to get to the rim. But once there, um, I guess, you know, Embiid is doing uh, a good job uh, turning guys away there. Um, I think it's interesting. Like you said, we don't, we, we use BAM in a variety of ways to, to keep guys from getting into the paint. Um, I didn't necessarily have too much of a correlation. I just thought it was, it was a interesting kind of um, opposite uh, approach to where we use our big and our defense and how it, it does work for us uh, for the most part. It I works think- for them, but one of the things, uh, I'll let you go after this, one of the things that I, I find frustrating with that mentality is there's a lot of times there's no big in the paint when it's yeah. time to get a rebound, get a rebound, and they give up a lot of offensive <laughs> rebounds because you're asking like guys like Kelly and Bam to do a lot. Not like Kelly rebounds anyway. Right. But, you know, maybe he'd have a chance to get a few if he was. And I think that's why you see guys like Tyler and Jimmy getting double-digit yeah. rebounds a lot right. because the bigs are, are pulled so far out of the paint. Yeah. And, listen, it's 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 a good def- – believe me, it's a good defensive strategy. They've been using it uh, ever since Bam's been a starter. But it does – it yeah. does. there are some weaknesses to right. it. And then that that's a lot – I said a couple pods ago, that that's a lot of – um when we see kick-out threes, like a yeah. – Offensive rebound, kick back out is the best time to shoot a three. But, you know, it's good that we do have rebounding guards who are willing to go in there and if not snatch it and steal from each other, then just go but, get. But they're also small. So that's why you see guys like like last night where you had a bunch of six, 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 seven. Right. Athletes, and you see you saw it a lot tonight where you just have these athletic guys running at the rim yeah. going for offensive rebounds. And who's standing in their way? It's Kendrick Nunn and Tyler Hero. Right. So, they, they won so the they're re- not in the way. They, they won the rebounding battle yesterday, and they've won it pretty consistently. Like they are fifteenth in rebounding uh, in since in the time period that Jimmy came back. So from January thirtieth, which was that first Kings game, to now, which has been eleven games, uh, they're fifteenth in in rebounding, and that's total rebounding. That includes their really awful offensive rebounding. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, but G, what what happens is you see in 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 uh, how many situations have we seen this year where you know they have a really good defensive possession and then there's an offensive rebound put they back. They give up a lot of offensive rebounds. Is, is the it's point those last three minutes in the yeah. game. Those and then you know what it is? It's not even that they're not in there. They're in there, but somebody just a little bit taller gets the tap out. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it happens every time back in that last three minutes. Oh, so good. More, yeah. more back taps, please. Yep. We're not big or athletic enough to just go up over these dudes, but we tend to time stuff and have enough athleticism mm-hmm. to be able to do more back taps. I guess and, and, 
point is that they've just been better since Jimmy's come back because he's a really, I mean, he's getting like 10 rebounds a game since he's come back. So, no, yeah. it, it's also that Jimmy's on, on the weak side most of the time or the ones Bam is switching with. So Jimmy can hold his own and box out while the guards can can grab there. That's why uh, Tyler is getting so many uncontested rebounds because Jimmy's mm-hmm. actually a bigger body and, and can put a body on him and, and put him under the, the backboard. And I, it worked a lot in the big three era because you had – uh, I mean, at any given time, you'd have LeBron and Wade cra- and Dwayne crashing the boards, both really good rebounders for their position. Even Chalmers was it was a he wasn't the tallest guy in the world, but he was long and he was wide for a point guard. You had Shane Battier. You had all these guys out there, Udonis, uh, healthier Udonis. So when you know when Joel Anthony or Chris Bosh is all the you know, and that's what. A lot of that was was one of the reasons why Bosch's rebounding went to shit when he got to uh, Miami. When they're out there at the perimeter, you know, blitzing pick and rolls, you had guys that would that were dedicated to getting rebounds. This team is small. Siobhan has said it over and over again. This is a very small Miami Heat team, and we're we're seeing some of that, and, and it's just part of the frustration. I know we get frustrated with the defense, but it's kind of it's it's the scheme that they're running. You know, it's so, you know, expecting Kendrick Nunn to get out there and box (laughs) out guys twice his size. It's just I mean, you're asking you're asking for trouble. That's why I think we've said that they they need. And, I, you know, the first person to open my eyes to this was was Tiff when she said they just need pieces. They don't need you've 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 changed me, (laughs) Tiffany. Change. <laughs> uh, you said they need pieces, and I think a lot of us have been very swing for the fences. But like that's kind of I think kind of in the moves they make, they don't I don't think they need to get a seven footer who's going to make them first in rebounding. But if they get some guys like a power forward who's a good rebounder, if they get a little bit bigger in the backcourt, because Kendrick Nunn and and Gabe and and Duncan are not they don't play big and like Duncan's big, but they, he doesn't play big and, and these other like if they just get bigger in those positions, I think that'll go a long way. There was and I want to go around the the horn with this one. There was an interesting um question and on, on the timeline today and I'll give you guys my answer first. It was who are uh they just need right uh what do the heat need they just need um realistically two players that you could see on the heat realistically which is very hard for heat twitter to do because I gave two names and people are like, we don't need them. I'm like, what do you mean we don't need? <laughs> like, we just need, like Tiffany would say. Like, we don't need. And what, what would we do with that guy? Uh, play him? He would start for your garbage-ass squad. Uh, so I said George Hill and Blake Griffin, who I feel are realistic targets. Blake on a buyout. I want to yes, uh, put that it caveat. It has to be a buyout. And I don't know. I don't, I'm not really sure. I don't think that's going to happen. Um, but it might, and if that is if that is an option, that is somebody to me you would go for. Um, just because I think he starts over Kelly, and he's he's actually he can he can still rebound. He is not nowhere near the athlete. We you know I don't want to hear a bunch of Eric Reeds out there. I know he's not as good as he used to be. Right. But on the you know on this team, I think he would actually start over right. Kelly. Right. Um, and George Hill, I know would start a point guard on this team. So all the people getting mad at me about that take, if they could start on your team and you don't give up a lot to get them, it's a good trade, uh, Tiff. No, two, I, I, two I, realistic I, <clears throat> um, I, I would like to see something like that instead of at this point instead of a trade, um, because then you get to, you you keep everybody you got, 
and I, I mean, obviously, like we probably not gonna have Chris Silva, but I mean, oh no, we ain't had Chris Silva, so it don't matter. <laughs> and then you get to, and then you get to move Kelly to the bench, yes. and then you get to change, and then you get to create this bench unit that literally can run like the starters. Yes. So it it, it makes perfect sense to me. And come on, we got to stop. Blake ain't dead. Like, like we act like my man is rolling around in a casket. He literally, yeah, he's not dunking on nobody. But According let's act to like Eric he, Reed, he sure is. Yeah, well, I yeah, mean, I was, I was gonna say at Eric Reed. To, <laughs> but, we signed but the him. He's, he's is, looking to delete old reruns of the fucking broadcast. He should, because he was he he should, because he was shameful that episode. Um, but listen, I also think he started just kind of holding back a little bit in Detroit. He didn't want to be there anymore. It just became this whole toxic situation. So he wants out. No, he's not going to give us 20 and 15. But guess what? He could give us 15 and 8 consistently. Wait, and eight? We'll, Wait, what? He can give you 15 and 8. I don't think so anymore. I think You don't think hard. Blake Griffin can give you 8 rebounds? I think he he Kelly really, Kelly he's on he's every other night is giving us 7. Yeah, he's, he's really hurt. He hasn't averaged 8 rebounds in 4 years. How many it's, rebounds is he averaging? Like five. Four. Okay, yeah. so he's he's averaging five. So you don't think next to Bam? I think yeah, on this. I think on the, this. Yeah, with the it's different. Yeah, you gotta he, see. This is the whole thing. He's shooting worse. He's shooting worse in the restricted area than Kelly. Like he's shooting like sixty low sixties, which is like really not good, especially but, for that. But he, you he gotta look at hurt. the shots he's taking, and you gotta look at the way that they're playing. I don't Everything think he's gonna is different. Get better looks here, like it's not like they run a really good offense that they're gonna get him open layups. Like that hasn't been the he's case. He's in. Anybody. He's in the paint. He's cleaning up the paint. He's giving you putbacks, and that's it. I think- he can still shoot the three on a decent level, and they're gonna guard him out there. It's it's kind of like you can't see the tree. You can't see the forest for the trees. He Things has happen. seven offensive rebounds all year. He has and ninety-seven he, defense. Have you rebounds. watched Detroit? I I, I've I watched Detroit play. I have. He I, doesn't I, do anything because he doesn't want to be there. You got to like. He looks like he just has like. Gee, you can't come on this show. Yeah. Gee, <laughs> gee, let me tell you something. We don't look too good right now. So if somebody on the buyout market is like, I might go to Miami. Guess what? I'm about to big them up on this show. If Isaiah Thomas is saying he want to come. Yep. <laughs> you, yep. We can't be trashing people. We ain't got no choice. That's what yeah, I just well, That's what. I don't get. It. Go ahead, bro. Come on. If you're not giving up anything, but Chris Silva, yeah. what's the problem? Yeah, it's a no-brainer. I think. Come I on. Think, I think if if Blake, I guess I don't know. I I think Blake might choose a more realistic spot in terms of of uh, you know championship contention. If Go he's gonna, home. if he's gonna, but but I think if Blake wants to come here, that's a that's a no-brainer. Um, I'm not saying I mean, it's gonna change a lot. No, but it, it, we can't but be trashy people. But we not we not in the position to be like telling the girl at the prom we don't want to dance with you. <laughs> We've been on the wall right. the whole time. Listen, if if Blake can come in and get you like a guy like Blake can come in and get you, I'm not. We're talking about Amari Stoudemire starting minutes, right? <laughs> you know, like 18, Party. 20 minutes. Uh, Myers Leonard starting minutes, like 18, 20 minutes a game. Or even if he just spells Kelly or where you can actually where you're not playing Gabe Vincent, right? <laughs> or you're giving Iggy a night off. Like that's the thing. Bo- like you need a big body. This, yes. We gotta get out of this mindset <laughs> that the Heat don't need 
Yes, they do. They're they're playing. They're do. They have a nine man rotation in February and losing to bad teams. Like this whole idea that they don't need anybody or they can't use this person. They can use any NBA level player they can find and stop playing Gabe Vincent, Max Struess, uh, Iggy should not be playing back to backs. They're there's some of these some of these minutes need to be mitigated somehow, should. huh? And Blake should. He can't be no worse. Yeah, he's, he can't be. He's, he's, he's not going to be. Worse. He's he can't be any worse. He can't. Who are you? You're believing the Eric Reed propaganda. I mean, I, it's I, also I, like hold on, wait, but like I don't, I don't want to like misconstruct. Like I think Blake can help a team, but I think that he d- looks hurt this season. He doesn't look like he's moving well, and I think that he's probably playing when he shouldn't play. And I think that maybe next year, if he takes some time off. I think he could look better. I don't think he's like done in the league. I just think that this is not really the season. Considering the COVID protocols, considering the condensed schedule, it's not like great for his health. That's kind of my point. And with all that being said, he might be the only person that says, I want to come to Miami. I don't think he's better than Olenek, for example. (laughs) Okay, Gianni, if if he if Blake is like, I want to go to Miami. If he's yeah, like, Johnny, I need your blessing. <laughs> Why the fuck he would say that? I have no idea. But if he said, Johnny, do I have your blessing to play for the Miami Heat? What are you going to say to him? I, I mean, if they, it depends on what their <laughs> options are. You're doing too much talking, G. You're supposed, like, to say, I, <laughs> you're supposed to say, we, come on home. <laughs> yes, Blake. Come, come. We really need I, Chris Silva. Right. <laughs> yeah, I just don't, I, like, I don't, I don't even understand what the, what, what the argument against a Blake on a buyout is. Like, I don't really have, think. They we got a lot of choices. I don't think we. That maybe you're right. I don't think we got a lot of choices because I we don't look that attractive right now. That's the beauty of a buyout is you have it. It does. It's fine. It's very low risk <laughs> if you actually have players that want to play for you. Very low risk. G, G, yeah, G, go to G, go to G. Who, who are you looking at? G, two guys that you realistically. <laughs> I, think, I think Lonzo would be really nice. I no, think. we talking about buyout. Oh, we're talking about only buyout. Yeah, no, no, no. It could be trade. Oh, you talking about trades too? Okay. Lonzo would be a guy that I think would fit really nicely. Lonzo and Ariza, or Lonzo and Thad Young, I think like those are guys that I would really like that I feel would help them in in their area. I I don't think they're going to be able to fill every area of need, but I do think that if they could fill two of the three, I think that's a win for them. And I think like Lonzo and Thad Young really helps their defense and their offense. Uh, And if they get like Lonzo and Ariza, it kind of lets them pivot a different way to be like a little bit faster, a little bit more mobile. Uh, so like one of those two would be like my pick. I'm out on Ariza. Uh, I'm like very tepid on Ariza. Ariza like, is is giving me mo vibes right now. When's the last time? <laughs> when's the last time he played? Ooh. Like I'm uh, out. He, 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 played, he played last season. season and he looked good. When he was in Portland, he looked good. I'm uh, out. He, he got traded to the Thunder. That looked good was mo. And he's, <laughs> he's, he's doing the Andre thing. But I mean, but why? Why would you say Ariza no, but Blake yes? I don't like because Ariza. we need a big body. Nice. We need somebody in that that can take some of the abuse away from Bam. Okay. Ariza is not doing that, and, and he's not. You want him at the four, right? Ariza, yeah. Ariza, Ariza played four in, in Portland and their offense. Yeah, I don't want that. I, don't but the, I want Portland, somebody big. But under Portland there. had a good offense, like with him at the four, and they're what playing Andre. They're, they're playing Andre at the four. Like it's it's not like it can get much worse. I don't want Andre in there right now. Yeah, but the defense has been fine. Like you don't want the small four because it makes your defense bad. But like their defense has been good. 
I think I think some of I think some of what's going on with their defense is kind of over. Personally, I think it's overstated. I think so too. I said my, that I, like I, I I would love to see what the numbers say because my eye test says uh, they're building up those defensive numbers on bad teams and also dragging teams into the mud with their yeah. shitty offense. No, but they've played they've played good teams recently and they've had like they had Utah the Warriors. Um, yeah, I think they're dragging a lot of teams. But we get worn up. out. Like, but the thing the Wizards is, Wizards have a really good offense, for example. But, but ex- that's the thing. We start out really good, but because we have to like run Jimmy and Bam so hard on defense, if you notice as we get into the fourth, we're worn out. So a bigger body in the paint, that helps. I think that the, the defense stuff late is that they can't play Andre late, who helps their defense a lot, and they really have to go more offense because the problem is that they go like seven minutes without scoring. And then when you take Andre out, they like have an unbalanced roster. Like I don't disagree with you, but I just I don't really see how Blake helps their defense. He's like he really can't move. Like I don't. That's what I'm. Frankie, give me two guys that um, can help I, this team. I've been big on George Hill and Ariza because uh, it makes sense with uh, OKC um, a trade for them. Um, I don't think Ariza. I, I, like I am cautious on Ariza just because he hasn't played this season. I don't know what his uh, mindset is. Uh, I know he had some personal issues, so I don't know if he's just re- ready to contribute. But I, I agree with G. He, I think he could help out. Uh, he he would make that spot ball lineup uh, a little more potent. Um, he was good in Portland, and he helped space the floor. He's a good three point shooter. He's gotten bigger um, at, at, towards the end of, end of his career, so he he has been a lot better at the four. Uh, but I I mean a realistic option besides him, I, I think Bielitsa would be pretty good. Uh, you don't need Kelly. You don't want Kelly playing twenty four. More than 24 minutes, Bielitsa, you don't want him playing more than 24 minutes. They play the same. One of them is playing, is having a bad shooting game. You play the other guy. It's And you saw Bielitsa, Bielitsa drives to the basket hard. He's aggressive. He can pass the ball. I like his game. But are we trading Kelly to get Bielitsa? No, no. Bielitsa okay. fits. It's an trade exception. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, a, lot, a lot of these things we're talking about, you're not giving up much. Okay. Um, because anybody that you need to give somebody up for it, it just it's not available. Um, Siobhan, yeah. is there anybody out there you'd like to see? I do like Lonzo. I love um, that. But I I, you're giving something up for Lonzo, but yeah. I still. I agree, but I think I think it may be worth it. Um, I think Lonzo fits really, really well with this team. Um, I think he's still young enough and still. Uh, moldable to to come in and just kind of feast off of what it is that uh Miami is about what they say that they're about dishing aspect and all of those things um he's a he's a has great vision he has great vision he's crafty with the ball um he he moves defenses almost like a quarterback with his vision and like finds his the lane that he wants open um he's a great on-ball defender he has size He's a great rebounder um, for a point guard. I really, really like Lonzo, and I understand that that uh, comes with, you know, probably giving up a couple pieces. Um, I like that. I like uh, Nemanja uh, Bielitsa, um, especially if he fits um, into a trade exception. And you're not giving up a Kelly to get him because I think what you do with those two is the same that you do with um, your Tylers and your Duncan. And your Andre and your Jamie, you stagger them and you allow uh, the two of them to spell one another, get you know um, the other one some some breath, some rest, some rest, <laughs> <laughs> some rest, and a, and a breather. Um, 
I truthfully, I'm, I'm not really familiar with who else would come available. Via that's about it. That's the problem. That's about it. I really like, I really, really, really do like Lonzo. Though. See, I like Lonzo too, but gee, what are you giving up? What are you giving up to get Lonzo? I feel like, the ha- I mean, he's up for an extension soon, and I don't really see New Kelly Orleans. Kelly, none in a second. Uh, no, I, I don't even think it'll say every trade. Kelly. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it, it depends. I mean, I'm sure that none KZ and something, you know, can get you close. Um, I don't know if they'd ask for Precious. I'd be okay with giving Precious, but I know most people probably wouldn't be. But like that wouldn't. Alonzo? Yeah, that wouldn't. Buy it wouldn't Precious. Hurt. It wouldn't. It wouldn't hurt. It wouldn't hurt me. If, I, I wouldn't be. If you planning offended. on re-signing Lonzo, then. Yeah, I mean, yeah. obviously, if, if a trade for him means that you see him as a long, and I think, by the way, like him and and Bam together is a really good defensive tandem, and they're both still young, so like it's not. And he's a he's a good enough shooter that he can survive on the floor. With and he's gotten better. He's worth yeah. it. He is. I, I think. I think he's a and he's a smart player. He's like he yes. seems like a hardworking kid. Like I, I, I like him. No, if I you make it. that, if you make that so trade. So a question for from the chat is: Has Miami Heat beat instituted <laughs> uh, a tweet signing? <laughs> listen i'm gonna say i'm gonna say what i said on the pregame uh some of you probably missed that oh boy here i am spotlight <laughs> here's here's what you got to know not all the tweets so not all tweets on the miami heat beat account speak for all the members of miami heat beat and i think that's super important to say but there are two things to really pay close attention to if the tweet is misspelled (laughs) grammatically incorrect there all right um and if the tweet is overly emotional after a loss yeah it's brian fucking goins because after if especially after months of like no movement and nothing happening with the team. That's all Brian. He gets antsy, it's, man. It's, he studied the salary cap for so many fucking months, and they haven't made a fucking move. He's just so upset about his time wasted. <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah, he's 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 tweaking. Just waiting for a yeah. trade. If a tweet's deleted within five minutes, it was Jack. Yeah. Oh, for well, sure. right. No, but the funny thing is, it's because Brian said he insisted that Jack delete it because it was emotional. It was like, so he'll literally turn on two factor authentication and shit like that. So Jack can't tweet. So, like, we took away away Jack's ability to tweet from the Heapbeat account and we took away his pregame show. Or you did at least. He's back in. No, he's back in. He's he's, he's back in. All right, fine. Oh, he can tweet from the account again? I, I gave him the information. That's such a mistake. Like, why would you? You need to take it away from Brian, too. Yes. Yes. In fact, that's next. That's next. just give it but to Brian's Tiff. Like, we, got yeah, we got likes. We can spell. Right. They're good. I trust him. Tiff can spell. Siobhan can spell. Neither of them get too emotional about it. I was asked shit. if you had access to the account, and I said, oh, heavens, no. <laughs> no, I, I get, I'm going to start cussing people out. Somebody, yeah, somebody in the chat uh, in Discord thought it was you that tweeted that out. <laughs> and we're like, no, Alf would have said that no. with his chest on his account. Yeah, yeah, I don't need I don't need to hide behind somebody else, behind the main account. Yeah. I think also Brian just wants those trash takes out there for as many people as possible to see. <laughs> he kept going, 1,000 likes? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> and where were those 1,000 likes? That's not even true. <laughs> no, yeah, no, it was true. Was it? Also... Really? Yeah. Also, not, not everyone likes things because they actually like what you said. Like, 
that's sometimes the people just like it to save it so they could come talk shit about it later. It was also like <laughs> funny because I think it, he was making a Sugat joke, and I don't think a lot of people got it, which was also like double the funny. problem was it was followed by like several other non Sugats oh, yeah, yeah. jokes. Yeah, yeah. No, he was he was a gymnast. No, he was not. <laughs> then he had like this whole thing about uh all the failures of the last four years. Like, the year after we went to the finals, you're going to talk about all the failures of the last four years? He like, can't. He, he's, like, such a he's such a sports brat. It's like, the, <laughs> like it's like, dude, grow the fuck up. They're good. That You have a good team with two cornerstone pieces and a really good young player on a cheap salary. Like, grow the fuck up. He was mad. He was mad at Bam because Bam was hurt in the finals. <laughs> I remember that. He is, Bam sucks. He's out there with like half his shoulder against Anthony Davis. Bam, Bam can't shrug his shoulders, and and Brian's like, "What the fuck is Bam, Bam, is Bam doing?" Being what defended by AD. Being defended yeah. by AD. Bam is like this all fucking finals. Just grab him, reach for rebound like this. How many things did they shoot him up with for him to be out there? And Brian, for for Brian on on our group DM to slander him. Well, yeah. For, for is, is, is there anyone, is there anyone as annoying as Brian on Raptors Twitter? Me, Gianni. I don't. I don't really care. I, no, I actually don't really care. I didn't really care. I, I really don't want to hear Raptors shit. Uh, I don't know why shout you out to Twisted Tapioca, who gifted a one month tier sub to Pizza Spaghetti seventeen seventy six. So that's a name. Yeah. So. Hit him up with a drip drop. <laughs> oh, we know you guys love the drip drop here. Um, I am so tired. And then we, we're yeah. coming. We're back on Saturday. We're doing the drip drop drinking game on Saturday. Um, Tiff, you well, gonna La- be up La- for that? La- Lakers lost to the Nets. Yeah, well, they got that work put on them tonight. So now <laughs> Lakers are gonna. They gonna put that work to us. So that's cool. <laughs> well, Anthony Davis isn't playing against us, right? No, he's out. Like it matters. So, <laughs> by the way, on this road trip, they had. I mean, no the Kings Conley. were literally missing two starters tonight. Yeah, like. no, 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 Harry B, no Mike Conley for Utah, no Draymond Green, uh, no Anthony Davis, no Kawhi and Paul George. They really got off easy. No, they didn't. And they still went like, on a three-game they, they were gifted these things, and then also like the Clippers on the second night of a back-to-back. They, they fucking blew it. No Goran Dragic. Exactly. <laughs> we without Goran. I don't know what y'all expect. Yo, shout out to Eric the Great for gifting five tier one subs, uh, including one to Chris Cody and Bam. <laughs> Eric the Goat. I felt so bad. Uh, Eric was just like, he was like, I, I-, I couldn't watch uh, Hangover Time last night. I was just too depressed. I was like, come on, man. We're going to have a good time regardless. I love but- Eric the Great. Eric the Great, by the way, leading the month in gifted subs. Let's Take that, go. Twisted Tapioca. Shout out to Eric the Great. <laughs> Eric the Goat. Brian Ooh, M in second place. Mrs. Tapioca's not even in the metal stand right now. Ooh. Ooh. Slacking. Shout out to Vane Hype in third place. <laughs> Let's go, Vane Hype. Oh. Vane Hype's oh. a good dude. Comes to our events. I love He's him. He's great. Eric the Great says I was tired. I was tired, Alf. I understand, man. I'm yeah. exhausted. Who are we? Eric the Great, yeah. we all tired. <laughs> oh, yeah. Tiffany <laughs> has energy today. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> Tiffany told me yesterday, she's like, if they lose, I ain't coming on that fucking postgame show. Right. <laughs> Tiffany's awake. I'm looking at the box. How KZ end up with a negative five in a minute? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.